Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is our song of defiance against Joe Biden, the schmuck, the putz, Chuck E. Cheese, Schumer, the United States Supreme Court that has ordered the feds to cut the razor wire in Texas so that the illegal aliens can pour in. And so you have three branches of government that are stacked up, back-to-back, belly-to-belly against Governor Abbott, who has now decided to defy the United States Supreme Court, the schmuck, the putz, Chuck E. Cheese, Schumer, and, of course, the United States Supreme Court that voted 5-4 to order ICE to cut the razor wire. And what has Governor Abbott done? He's doubled up on the Texas uh, Rangers who are at the border, led by Chuck Norris. He's doubled up on the number of Texas National Guard. He's put double, triple the amount of razor wire at Eagle Pass, and he's being aided and abetted in this by other Republican governors from across the nation who are sending in their National Guard units in a standoff with the federal government. I stand with Abbott, who stands to defend the state of Texas from this invasion and ultimately all of the United States. He's got to set our other elected officials They want to be a sanctuary city. They want to be a sanctuary state. But the moment they have to live up to that definition, they go, no mas, no mas. Like our own mayor, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, mayor of the illegal aliens, who not only rolled out the red carpet for them and called Abbott a racist and then later on a madman, but just recently, about two months ago, said, This migrant situation will destroy the city of New York. And yet he continues to roll out the red carpet. But there is one borough above all boroughs that stands in defiance of Eric Adams, of Governor Hochul, of President Joe Biden, of the Schmuckterputz, Chuck E. Cheese Schumer, and yes, the United States Supreme Court, although no ruling has been made against them. If anything, their lawyers out in Staten Island are feared by the city, feared by the state, and now feared by the Episcopalian Church. If you remember, it was about three weeks ago that I broke the story here on WABC that the Reverend Hank Toole, head of St. John's Episcopal Church in Rosebank, on the north shore of Staten Island in the shadow of the Verrazano Bridge, right there on Bay Street, had told his parishioners at their Sunday gathering of which uh, is such a small number of Episcopalians, not just there, but anywhere. Uh, you know, they want to be Catholics. And he told them that he had made a decision that he would welcome in 50 Somalian illegal aliens and house them on the first floor of the Canterbury House, which is a senior citizen residence at 1331 Bay Street. The seniors who were there were, like, blown away. What? You're going to have young 
males, young adult males of military age who haven't had their backgrounds checked, we don't know who they are, who haven't had any medical checks, who haven't been vaccinated, and you're going to put them on the first floor, we're above them, all chaos could happen. Please, no, no, a thousand times no. This was the plea of the senior citizens. And the Reverend Hank Toll of the Episcopalian St. John's Church was actually going for a money grab. I'll explain that momentarily. But remember, the last time Eric Adams tried to stick illegal aliens into a senior citizen home, he cleared the whole home out in Midland, which is a floodplain, Midland Beach, right there, Father Capadonna Boulevard, some of those uh, seniors having uh, served us in the Korean War and the Second World War. He gave them two months, told them, pack your bags, hit the road, Jack, don't come back. We need the space for illegals. And remember, we had a standoff, a Mexican standoff there. It was the Alamo. And remember, Staten Island defeated Eric Adams at St. John Villa Academy, whereas Eric Adams went to court, and he thought that he would have... The court side with him and Corporation Council of the City of New York that has endless funds. And finally, in the Staten Island State, State Supreme Court, the case ended up on the desk of Judge Ozzie, who was a Democrat. And Judge Ozzie took his time and rendered a ruling that actually supported Eric Adams in his attempt to not have to abide by the mandatory shelter rule. And everyone is uh, given shelter, no matter who they are, if they request it. Mandatory shelter rule. He could have used that decision of Judge Ozzie. They came after the arguments of the Corporation Council. They came at Staten Island in waves. But they could not defeat the dynamic duo that have taken the city on time and time again and the state, Mark J. Fonte and Lou Geralamino of the law firm of FNG right there on Victory Boulevard. Once again, they won. They won. And there was no St. John Villa housing migrants any longer. It is now going back to what it should have been. It's being rehabbed to be turned into a school. The community won, Staten Island won. But there is a secret to these victories and I preach this wherever I go. I've spoken to groups around the country who are organizing against this illegal alien invasion into their communities, and especially to the black community that I have consulted in the south side of Chicago and the west side of Chicago, which now actually, in one case, a husband and a wife have filed a lawsuit, they're Democrats, against the socialist mayor and the city administration to stop the invasion of illegal aliens that he is welcoming. But Staten Island has led, and everybody else must follow. And what Staten Island did again in this case of the Episcopalian Church, wanting to make money, and I'll explain that momentarily, the Reverend Hank Toole finally capitulated and said, no mas, no mas, because it was formidable opposition. First of all, Borough President Vito Fasella joined by the Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis and other elected Republicans, but most importantly, Democrat elected officials joined them and said no to the Episcopal Church. Then there was Scott Lebedo, a true patriot, leader of the rebels with John Tobacco, but especially Scott Lebedo has been caring for his ill father, a great son, a great patriot, 
And he said, no, I must join my comrades. And they had a line of uh, demonstration outside of St. John's Episcopal Church, the rebels. And again, the priest, the Reverend Hank Toll, could see that. And so then he claimed, oh, we're being harassed, we're being threatened. No, 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 no. You liar. You should be defrocked. You can't show any evidence that anybody threatened to harm you or any of your parishioners or anyone supporting you in this effort. What you were threatened was with a lawsuit by the dynamic duo of Lou Gerolamino and Mark J. Fonte, who have slayed the city and state before over and over, of the um, FNG law firm at Victory Boulevard. That is a formidable duo. You see, ladies and gentlemen, you have to have all three entities, all three. You must have lawyers who are willing to go to battle, who have won against the city and state and federal government. That's Mark J. Fonte and Lou Gerolamino. You must have a united front of elected officials, Democrats and Republicans, which Staten Island has always had. And you must have the rebel factor leading the citizens.